What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Double Minor Podcast. Ryan Drury and my buddy Brock Beyer, way the fuck on the West Coast, hanging out. What's up, Brock? Uh, you know, just chilling, just chilling right now. Uh, excited to have a couple new guests on the show today and talk some hockey and some sports. We're really excited about having some more guests on the show. It's going to be a great fucking episode. Obviously, you're not very excited about your Leafs. What the fuck is wrong with the Toronto Maple Leafs, dude? I, I, getting back to that, that podcast that we had last week, man, I, they just have so much pressure and like, I was watching Tim and Sid yesterday and how Mitch Marner was celebrating with Morgan Riley on that OT winner against Boston and how like, it's, it's only October. Like they're, they're, it's not like the Stanley cup finals. And I think that they're just, I don't know. They have a lot of expectations this year and have that on their shoulders and they I, I just I don't know how they they're they're not handling it very well right now I don't think like I don't even so much care that like they were excited to beat the Bruins and shit like I get it you know like the Bruins are it's kind of weird like the Bruins are almost at a level now where they're they're your penguins like my boys couldn't be you Pittsburgh think? forever yeah legit they've lost to them like how many times in the playoffs now um, including if you want to go all the way back to uh, 2013, which is painful, I know. But, like, they lose James to them all the time in the playoffs. Like, I have a story. I have a story. I love it. Let's go. And, and so, you know, you know how my dad's a big fucking Leafs fan. So, oh, yes. We, so, we, we were living in Lissle at the time, and – me and my dad are watching the game, and I'm like, I don't know how old I would have been, but anyways, I'm I'm laying in my bed, I'm watching it, and Nazem Kadri scored to put him up, and my dad bolts into my room and he goes, Brock, we're going on to the second round, this is fucking great, like I, we're we're going on, we're we're moving on. I go, oh, yeah, no. everything's pumped. He leaves the room, come back, he come comes back like five minutes later. I fucking hate the Leafs. We're never cheering for them again. <laughs> oh, yeah, my so, God. Yeah. What's so funny about that, dude, is, like, I can literally picture your dad and how he looked saying yeah, that. I That's know, so fucking know. funny, man. Yeah. I got a story. because like how you're ripping the buds right now just because John Carlson is going off on a fucking tee right now with points. Oh, my God. I can't believe how fucking well this guy is playing. Like, he's a good defenseman, like, and he has been for a while, but holy shit, this guy is on a heater. Uh, he tied a record uh, that only Bobby Orr, who did it twice, and Paul Coffey did once, and that's having at least 17 points in your first 10 games as a defenseman. That's fucking unreal. As I can't believe how well he's playing. It's it's crazy. It's unbelievable. Uh, I just can't believe how well the guy's playing. It, it's awesome. We have uh, a team on the show today, and I, I think we got to peer pressure him into getting fucking 17 points in 10 games. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> fucking A. Uh, yeah, I, in in terms of just you know closing out our talk about the Leafs here, I know people are upset. They're they're taking a ton of penalties. They're not getting a lot of penalties, but like man, that game last night in Columbus, holy fuck! I I mean, some bad luck mixed in there. Did Mitch Marner really hook Nyquist that much? I don't know. I guess. Um, the fact of the matter is, though, whether you want to argue something like that, you know, being a definitive call or not, they put themselves in situations a lot of the time where they're going to be vulnerable to taking calls. And it's because they have a lack of effort. And we talked about it last week when my boys beat them. It, they're soft. They, they fold when teams start to lean on them. Columbus is not near as talented as the Leafs, but they play hard, they play heavy, and um, you know it's just another classic case of the Leafs not being able to withstand that for 60-plus minutes. So I don't know what your thoughts are on it, but uh, I don't know, man. I think Babcock might be feeling the heat a little bit. I think he's been feeling the heat for a couple of years now with multiple first-round exits, and I – we can all say it's just October, and, so, and it is just October. But like, yeah, yeah. From top to bottom, I think there's a lot of a lot of people that need to, you know, kind of, you know, grab the straps and you know, kind of take matters in their own hands. Like, there's a lot of leaders on that team, and I don't think it's, I don't think it's sitting well with a lot of a lot of people. No, certainly not. And, and you now know, they just 
watch Johnny T do a fucking broken finger. Yeah, he's going to be out for a little while. We'll see how he's feeling at the end of the month. But, I mean, that team's still good enough to be winning games without John Tavares, uh, especially against a Columbus team, like I mentioned, that's not nearly as talented as them. I mean, uh, it probably had something to do with the fact that my cousin's the assistant coach. How you doing? Uh, (laughs) But, yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things. Yeah, it's still early here. I mean, let's remember, though, like Mike Babcock, as as great a resume as he has, this fucking guy hasn't won a playoff series since 2009. Um, and, and I'm not saying that he's not a guy that can do it, but holy shit, have people been ripping on him? Like Jeff O'Neill the other day went on like a tangent about how he's the most arrogant head coach in the world and he hates the way that they handle the back-to-backs. Like, O-Dog fucking slayed this guy. Um, To a degree, I've never really heard him do it before. I I mean, yeah, as the Leafs continue to maybe not perform well, who's the easiest guy to get rid of? It's always the fucking coach, whether that's fair or not. That's just reality. And we're in Edmonton right now. Holy fuck, those guys are on a tear. Dave Tippett's doing a great job. We talked a bit about that last week, too. Dreisaitl and McDavid are animals the goaltending's playing well they're awesome right now they're like their first they're they're top five in every major defensive stat they're third in offense like it's crazy what the oilers without are doing their, without their best defenseman too absolutely it's it's absolutely crazy what they've been able to do um i kind of hope it continues because those fucking fans deserve some playoffs out there man oh my god man uh- Hey, uh, jurors, so uh, we got a couple anxious guests here that want to get going. Let's uh, do this. Really stoked. Yeah, so uh, we're happy to announce that uh, we have uh, our second and third guest on um, Double Minor. So uh, we have Lucas Cullen and Spencer Hora here. Um, just give us a little introduction about yourselves. All right. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, super excited. What you guys are doing is awesome. We both love it. Uh, my, my name is Lucas Cullen. I played in the WHL for a few years. I uh, played over in Calgary with the Calgary Hitmen. Uh, spent some time in Everett last season with the Everett Silvertips. And I've been, I guess, throughout the past three years, spent uh, the majority of my time in West Kelowna with Brock and uh, Spencer. My name's Spencer Hora. Um, thanks for having me here. This is awesome. It's, I love what you guys do. This is amazing. Um, so a little background about myself. I started playing junior hockey, my grade 12 year. So I was 17. I started in Salmon Arm and then played a year there. I got traded to West Kelowna. And then from there I got traded to the Island. I put a couple years on the Island and now I'm back in West Kelowna. It's amazing opportunity. I get to play at home my last year, my 20 year old year. Um, Met great people, Brock back in the back with my buddy Luke, and yeah, now I'm here, so it's awesome to be here. So Ryan, did you catch that? We yeah, have a team. we have a team in our league called Salmon Arm. Salmon I fucking, love fucking that. arm. Salmon Arm. That's a fucking legendary team and, name, and, boys. And they have a they're pretty gross, but um, so they have a, a player named Horozi. On their team, and their uh, his brother plays in the show right now. They're disgusting. So Sam and Arm, uh, they're a good team this year, but you know uh, we kind of upset them last weekend. So two one victory. I um, love that. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Not a big deal, but um, yeah. So these guys came on today uh, to get into. Um, I'm gonna let them, you know, take the mic and explain to us uh, what it all does. Yeah, so basically what we do is uh, we basically go around and we reach out to all these different businesses and different people, performers, and we see if we can do a day in the life basically behind the scenes. Like that's our big goal is to basically broadcast what it's like behind the scenes. Everyone sees what goes on and what, say, a performer, like a musician or say a comedian or something like that, what they obviously give you as their act but you never actually see what their day is like behind the scenes and we've had some some crazy opportunities so far and we just get to show all of our viewers what it's like behind the scenes yeah so we we started this about we started this last one was it i want to say around March. march yeah so we both 
we both got back from hockey and um, we worked for a pool company in the summer and, and we were sitting there one day on our lunch break and we were realizing that there's so much more out there, um, like different jobs and what you can actually, where you can take yourself. So we we're realizing, well, we look at like the big YouTubers and like say Yes Theory and like Mr. Beast and we started watching a lot of Yes Theory and they kind of gave us guidance. Um, we always look up to them the way they set their videos and stuff. So, well, Luke was actually saying, let's try something new. And he brought up YouTube and I love that idea. And he brought up uh, this mental health and we thought it was a great idea and we were going to pursue that. And then we also, he brought up this thing called Day in Life and he got more depth into it and it started clicking. So ever since then, we kind of pursued the idea. We've met like amazing people. It's taken us crazy places actually so yeah. far and we're only whatever six five months into it yeah. and um so yeah so since then we've been sending out emails and when we first started there was a, a music festival called rock and river in Merritt, british columbia or whatever and um it was it was we're like why not shoot big for the stars right away yeah. so we messaged all the top um musicians and was it the rec laws yeah the rec laws got yeah. back to us first and they already had a production team, so we kind of got pushed aside to that one. But then Brett Kissel emailed us, and we were seeing that email. We were like freaking out. We were <laughs> that was the coolest thing ever. Yeah, we haven't talked wild. to anyone besides Brett Kissel. Anyway, two months goes by, we haven't hear anything, and then one day he, we get a call from the manager, and like we were freaking out. This is what like this is getting real. So. Yeah, so ended up we ended up going to Merritt and at Rock and River, Brett was the headliner. So we filmed him. Um, and ever since then, it kind of took off. We went and did um, Denim on the Diamond, a music festival in Kelowna. And that was a huge opportunity. And we've been talking to some really neat people ever since then. So yeah. it's kind of a work in progress. But so far, what's happening, um, we're kind of blessed to have been doing what we've been doing. Yeah, it's been awesome. Boys, I fucking love what you're doing. This is such a cool idea. I, I subscribed to your channel a little earlier today when uh, when Bizey was telling me a bit about you. Uh, I love it. I think what you guys are doing is really cool. And and the best part about it is, look, it's, it, you know, being in media myself and being a broadcaster, it's, uh, you know, it's hard to be original uh, and, and find something that really fits uh, you know, a unique perspective on things. And I think what you guys are doing is just really straight up and cool to kind of get an insight into all these different things. I watched the, uh, I watched the, uh, the music festival one, uh, which was a really well done video. I mean, you know, for you guys to have only been at this for a few months now, uh, like I commend you, man, this is fucking great work. Um, and it's really cool to see athletes kind of, you know, getting into something a little bit different and maybe out of your comfort zone. I think what you guys are doing is really great, man. It's a fucking pleasure to have you on the pod. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks very much. So, um, so just continuing on day in life. So, like, what's next for you guys? Like, do you guys have anything planned? I know Demon on the Diamond is pretty big for you guys. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have, like, anything big planned now? Come, like, it, like does the seasons, like, impact things? Like, winter, spring, and summer? Yeah, the seasons definitely impact it. And especially playing hockey while doing it is it's beyond stressful. Uh, at no times, shit. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, no, we have some really cool things lined up. Like, we have, there's, uh, well, Okanagan Lifestyle, which is it's fucking huge here. Yeah, it's um, a big company. yeah, they, so we've actually been in contact with them a lot. They are totally open to the idea. We just need to find a day that works. Uh, Dane Rupert, who just won big brother last year, big brother, Canada, he's agreed to do it. Um, Holy we have a couple boys. Yeah, we have, uh, there's this one guy that's out. Actually, he lives in Revelstoke and he's won, uh, I think three or two gold medals at the X games for uh, ski bike um, or snow bikes. Sorry. And uh, yeah, we have him. And then there's just a couple other really neat stories. Actually. I mean, Brock will touch on this a bit as well, but there's a kid here that he has pulmonary hypertension and basically he can't basically for him, he can't do sports because he doesn't get the proper like blood flow. Right. And uh, which is really like it's 
it's awful, but he is an absolute trooper. The probably the strongest kid I've ever yeah, met, sure. and he is so inspirational to us. And that's something that uh, we're actually going to get to be able to film. Like we're going to get to film him for a day, which is going to be it's going to be phenomenal. Yeah, he he uh, like he's probably the number one Warriors fan. Like I don't I don't even remember like the last time he missed a game. No, and you know he goes away for treatments and everything, but. He always like he always comes through every every home game through the dressing room, gives us high fives. Like he's the biggest Warriors fan ever. That's fantastic, man. And and again, like that's even better because yeah, when when you guys can kind of start up something cool like this, and on top of you know having really great content and and doing something you love, to be able to impact people like that and and involve people like that and tell their story too, uh, that's a really selfless thing to do. And fuck, I mean that's that's so cool, boys. I I'm super interested in the channel. Uh, I, again, I love the first video. I thought it was really well done, and I I can't wait to see what you guys do next. I guess like reaching out and getting a hold of Brett Kissel, like he was just on fucking chiclets this week, <laughs> which, which like is awesome. Right. And so it's crazy that you guys have been able to kind of hook up with a guy like that. Who's, you know, exploding in the country music scene. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like how, how do you kind of run it from your end? Like was, is it just as simple as kind of, you know, crossing your fingers and shooting an email off or, or a tweet or like, how well, do you like, go about you guys, getting in contact? You find the email. Okay. Just like, yeah. Shoot your shot. <laughs> yeah. Just like a girl, shoot your shot. Juice. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Um, so yeah, we were sitting, we were sitting in the car one day and Luke's like, Hey, we're messaging every single artist at rock and River, or all the, like the top people. And I'm like, you know what? Go for it. What's the worst that can happen? They say no. And then well, they say no. And yeah, the rec laws answered and we were freaking out. And then next thing you know, Brett answers. He's like, I really like this idea or the management did. And we were, we lost our minds. We're like, this is like, this can't be happening right now. This is the most amazing moment in our life. And then if it kind of like, in a way, it kind of fell through and we were sitting there, like we were sitting on the edge of our seats. We're like, when is this going to pick up or whatever? And then, yeah, the manager called us one day and we were working and we were like, okay, this is unbelievable. He's calling us. This is happening. And Luke's on the phone sitting there. I'm like, biting my fingernails like please say yes and then he gets off the phone with the biggest smile he's like we just we just got it and then ever since yeah that's kind of how we got brett kissel it's just like a shooting shot kinda, yeah it's like a, i don't know seemed like a miracle but like and then we got there and it's like we we're like so nervous and everything and when we were sitting with him it's like you know he's just like another guy yeah. it's just he's he's good at what he does right and so ever since i don't know it's just yeah, shoot your there. shot. Yeah, shoot your that's shot. That's so good, man. The old Taylor oh, Hall, oh. shoot your shot. Fuck yeah, yeah. I love that. Um, that's awesome, man. And and I can't wait to see more content from you guys. I gotta ask you some questions about your playing career. I, I'd be remiss yeah. if I didn't do that, Lucas. I gotta start with you. Now you played quite a few games in the dub for the Calgary Hitmen. Not a big deal. <laughs> and, uh, you know, playing for Sutter out there, which I'm sure you've got fucking stories about that. Um, you would have been, if I'm reading this right, on your elite prospects page, <laughs> keyword, keyword elite. Um, you would have been there around the same time as Washington Capitals prospect stud Alex Alexiev. Is that right? Uh, no, actually. So in Calgary, I didn't. Uh, I think you're thinking of Red Deer right now. I, uh, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I actually had Mark French as my coach there in my first year. He was, he was awesome. Him and I had a really good relationship. Obviously you get into those, get into those grudge matches, but, uh, no, he was, he was awesome. I actually, I ended up playing with, uh, with Travis Sanheim, who obviously Holy plays for the Philly. Yeah. He's, he's, he's gross. Uh, same with Terinsky who just made his NHL debut um and oh, Jake, the, the, that other kid on philly that scored the other day yeah yeah unreal yeah he was one of he was actually one of my good buddies while i was there um and then jake bean who's he is oh my god is he ever good he's in uh he's in charlottetown with uh with carolina's farm team right now right but, yeah, yeah the checkers yeah 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 i played with some yeah i played with some Really good players over there. Yeah, it was awesome. Awesome experience. No, for sure. no doubt about it. Way to go, Drury. Fuck up the interview right away with <laughs> bad information. Holy fuck. <laughs> Blo 
just let's we'll flush that. No, I, I'm just kidding. Made a mistake. Um, and Spencer, obviously, obviously, you being the defenseman, uh, the guy that's got to get 17 points now, like oh, John yeah. fucking Carlson. Um, yeah. Man, you mentioned how cool it is for you to kind of like be able to play at home and and have that experience playing in. I mean, let's be honest. The BCHL is the best junior A league in the world. That's certainly my opinion. Uh, my cousin actually played in the BCHL for four years, Brady Shaw. And um, he, he loved it. He said it was the best fucking hockey, the best experience. Um, all the best junior A coaches are out there. The programs are all really high end. Obviously, being able to, you know, not only play in that league, but play at home has to be really, really special. Yeah, it's... It is amazing. It's like it the whole like I think it's just like the whole billy thing, right? Like you can either luck out or you can get a billet where you don't really want to live there anymore. (laughs) And so I think that's a huge part of playing at home. And then also you have your friends at home, too. But yeah, I don't know. Like when you come home late from a party or something, you don't have to worry about being loud. You can smash dishes around and make burritos (laughs) at night. You don't really go. You don't really got to worry about that. That's a huge thing. But um. Oh man! Yeah, no, playing at home, it's it's a time. You have your friends just down the street. You can go hang out with them, or you have the boys in the room, and you can go do whatever you want with them. It's it's just like an open experience. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, so like, I'm like, so Cully lives out here, and Spencer. So like, I probably stay. Me and Cully has probably stayed with yeah, Spencer's oh. like five nights out of seven this past <laughs> week, and we like just used the shit out of his hot tub. But like, I want to. Oh, oh wow! I want to touch on something. Let's so, do it. Spence played. I have a story. I have two. I have, two, I have a question. And I have a story. Yeah. So, we had. Um, so Spence played in Cowichan last year, yeah. and we went to Cowichan. What's it called again? The hockey stick. Oh, the, the big stick. They have the the big, the big stick. stick. Is that what the arena is called? They have like this massive fucking hockey stick outside their barn. You just roll up, and you know it's just gonna be an absolute shit show. <laughs> like, yeah. And so, anyways, we're playing, and we uh, we were losing to you guys. You guys were very good last year, and we were losing. And it was like two minutes left, and Spence got into it with our D man, yeah. Andrew Viggers, and Viggs decided to cross check Spence right in the face. And, and, oh man. Oh yeah, and just I think. Vegs got like a six game suspension from it. Yeah, like and it's unreal. And so like Spence came to our t- team this year. We didn't know if we were going to get Vigs back because he was lighting it up in the dub this year. Came back last week. And it's funny how things work because now they're teammates. Oh man, that's too yeah. funny. Gave you the old fucking Chris Chelios chop. Yeah. So, and I want to touch. So our good friend, uh, we're definitely going to have to have him on the pod. Mitch Dealstra. Oh, uh, big so dealy. You, yeah. So Spence played with deals last year and me and deals talk all the time. And he always tells me that there's nothing to do in Alberni. Just a fucking bowling lane. Is that true? Just a fucking bowling lane. Could you imagine doing that every fucking every other night? Bowling. Is that true? Yeah, I know it's true. It's true. But, yeah. <laughs> so when you when you get there though, there's a lake called Sprout Lake, and it is oh, it is gorgeous. I heard the fishing's good. The fishing's unbelievable. Yeah. That's like all Deals does. He's all he does is fish. Yeah. Anyway, the lake there, it's a time. It's open for everyone. It's just, you go there, and there's always a good time. Anyway, and <laughs> yeah, and as soon as the the snow, co- <laughs> or it's not even snow. It's rain. All it does is rain on that damn thing, and. Yeah, there's nothing to do. There's a bowling alley there, and there is a lake, and a, and a, and a bowling alley. It's and like honestly, it's like it's it's like fucking Molesworth, Drews. It's like Molesworth, man. Dude, there's not a bowling alley in fucking Molesworth. Use your head. Yes, there is. Is there actually bowling lanes, man? I used to hit that up for my ninth birthday party, dude. <laughs> like, come fuck. on. I, I had no fucking idea. There. Where the fuck is it? Molesworth's like one block. Molesworth is like a fucking blink and miss it, but it's uh, it's if you drive like you're coming from Listy, yeah, going to, um, and then there's that road that goes to Brussels. Yeah, it's yeah. The corner man. Oh, is that what that little fucking building is? Yeah, dude, you gotta take your you gotta take your wife there, man. Is there? There's little a fucking bowling alley in there. What the fuck? <laughs> it shows you how much fucking attention I pay, boys. Oh my yeah, god, that's cool. fucked. Okay, yeah. there you go. I mean, hey, fuck. Yeah, I mean, when you get out west in little towns like that, I mean, yeah, it 
it can be pretty fucking sparse. But thank God there's a lake you can fucking dunk yourself in after. (laughs) You know what, too? That fucking sounds so much like deals, eh? Like, you guys know that one Twitter account fucking boring Sean Monahan? No, no. You got to follow that, man. So, like, Sean Monahan is, like, the most dry, boring guy in the NHL. And, like, there's a guy who has, like, a parody account. And he'll just tweet out boring shit because, like, Sean Monahan, I guess, is just, like, a really boring guy. And he'll just tweet out from this parody account, like, head toast today. <laughs> that, I can't believe you've never heard of that account. That account is fucking Dealstra. Like yeah. he love this guy loves fishing more than anybody <laughs> I, I fucking hope, know. I hope he listens to this fucking episode, man. No, and I don't even mean it as like a, a like a like a shot or anything. I remember like after fucking Listy, after you were on that first Cherry Cup team, I remember after fucking like talking to him and be like, Wow, like Mitch, like fucking you guys won the cup. Like like what are you gonna do this weekend? And he goes, I don't know, probably fish. I was like, <laughs> are you fucking out of your mind? You just won, like, the that division. Of course, of course he did. Yeah. Uh, honestly, like, yeah, I'll probably fish. Yeah, when we get him on, I'm going to, like, I have so many stories. And Mitch loves to fish, and he loves to golf. And when he golfs in Listowel, he's the biggest mooch ever because he will say, like, he messes up his scores just to say he hit the handicap so many times. <laughs> Oh, you can't do Feels that. Man. Shooting that's 42? No, man, I'm shooting a 39. Oh, <laughs> that's like, no good. <laughs> he's going to love it. He's going to love it. No, um, so. You're only cheating like, yourself, Mitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Mitch is a great guy. He um, fucking is. Cap- captain of Alberta yeah, now, lighting it up. Lighting it up. Lighting he's going to get a D1 yeah. for sure. Um, So just a quick question uh, for Lucas, actually. So. Um, along with Dan the Life, which these guys run, uh, Spence has his own clothing brand named Rain Coast. Uh, it's pretty elite out here. Um, we'll touch on that. But Lucas, um, he Lucas is pretty big into the uh, mental health side of uh, things. He um, hometown hockey came here last year. We got we got lucky and uh, it landed right in West Kelowna. And he did a a big spiel about mental health. And uh, Luke, I just want to talk to you about. Uh, you know how how much mental health has impacted you and and you guys have a a really good website about how players and people can come to you and and talk to you guys so just give us a little bit about that yeah for sure uh so i guess basically my whole life i i noticed that there was some uh mental health struggles that i was kind of dealing with and then uh probably wasn't till grade 9 um Grade nine, I actually, there was an incident with one of my close friends and he, uh, he was going through a really tough time and, um, he basically put that whole load on me and it was, uh, it affected me in ways that I didn't really understand until I guess later on, um, in grade, and then I guess in grade 10, grade 11 as well, uh, I started going through some, some really, really tough times, uh, and I actually ended up, luckily, when I was in grade 11, I ended up meeting a guy that goes by the name of Miles Matilla. And he has been, uh, he's been a huge, not only inspiration, but a huge help to me with mental health. He actually, I was the first person I think I really went to about all my mental health struggles. And he kind of brought me in and started having me help out at some events because he basically what we do is we do mind right it's called mindright.info and that's actually what he he actually started up and so I started helping him with that and then over the year like going into grade 12 wasn't really didn't do that much with it and when I was over in Calgary I ended up getting a concussion and then getting in a car accident right after and made it worse I was out for about three months and my life kind of went down the drain because you have to isolate yourself so much when you have a concussion and that was really tough for me I was missing out on team parties missing out on everything with the guys like I couldn't go to the rink I was at home six out of the seven days a week and it was it was tough couldn't go to school couldn't do anything and uh, I went through a really tough time I took it out on a lot of people that I should have taken it out on for sure um, 
but then I kind of, once I came home after that hockey season, I kind of turned it into a positive and I went out, I started seeing different psychiatrists and started getting the proper help that I needed. And, uh, I was working a lot with miles and we were doing a lot of good stuff in the community and doing these big, uh, mental health bike rides and reaching out to different people. And, um, actually, and then this past, uh, basically over the past couple of years, we started really ramping it up a bit. And then, uh, last year, actually one of my, who actually now passed, but my dad's best friend, uh, reached out to the both of us and decided to kind of transform it into almost a business and we started getting a lot of cool opportunity actually two years back now miles and i and one of our other friends who also played in the bc he uh we all did this big thing on t or sportsnet actually and that was really that was really cool we did a big uh it was basically a big profile on miles and what he did and we all got to go on there and do a big interview and it was, yeah, it was awesome. But basically what we do is we just want to help, help all players and basically anybody that we like that needs it and help them find a voice and reach out to us and whatever they need help with, or we can guide them in the right direction or just do whatever it is that they need help with. I know that we've touched a lot of people so far and it's, it's definitely gone a long way. Well, holy shit. That's fucking awesome, man. Like, wow. Pretty fucking awesome. And Cully is like, he's probably one of the best guys I know. And like in the dressing room, he's probably, if not the best leader, he is the best leader. And like a lot of guys count on him and he knows that. And he, he does so well with it. So like a lot of guys respect the shit out of, of Lucas. Um, but getting towards that, you know, there's a lot of players, uh, Every player struggles with mental health, and it's good to you know reach out. Everyone needs to know that they're not alone, and um, and I think what you're doing is great, man. Thank it's, you. A, it's a big thing now. Yeah, it's it is. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, man. Like, holy shit, that's awesome. Like, I mean, lot to take in there. First of all, Spencer, you have a fucking clothing line. <laughs> <laughs> Like, okay, first of all, holy fuck, what is this guy, Lewis fucking Hamilton over here? Like, he's just, Jesus Christ, that's fuck. Like, you guys are killing it out there. Do you guys want to, like, be my business manager or something? Like, holy fuck, this is unreal. Um, No, sorry. We got, we got, we got goal line goalie training. We got double minor pod. We got Dan the Life, Rain Coast. We got mental health. We got fucking CKNX. We got it fucking all on this yeah. podcast. Boys, we're having a fucking business conference. Yeah, this is like a business meeting. All right. I love it. Uh, seriously, though, on a serious note, Luke, like, uh, honestly, I think it's really fucking cool that you're able to be that open and share your experience. Um, because like like Brock and, and you guys just said, there are a lot more athletes and, and really just regular people, you know, walking around with these problems. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it has become a big thing. And, I mean, Brock, you know this, but, you know, guys, obviously – um, you wouldn't know, but you know, my, my dad committed suicide when I was 19 years old. Um, I've lost a couple other friends to suicide. Um, you know, I've contemplated suicide myself and, you know, I, I really, really commend you for what you're doing, man. Like that, fuck uh, like that, yeah, you know, you. not to get too heavy on the pod here, but yeah. <laughs> shit, you know, uh, you know, my girlfriend, yeah. too, she's had lots of, you know, mental health issues as well. Like yeah. uh, I think what you're doing and, and sharing that and being that open is, is a positive thing. And, and I hope that it keeps inspiring more people to do that, man. Fuck. I yeah. mean, such a young guy, man, I'm, I'm proud of you. Like, I don't even know you. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, definitely. I know. Uh, I mean, I've had people that like all my friends that go to university and go away far from home for hockey or whatever it is. And I've had lots of them reach out. And, um, I think that was my biggest thing was just realizing that me opening up and me talking about all my stuff, uh, it really helps and influences a lot of other people to really open up and really talk about what they're feeling and realize that they're not alone because at my like for me when I opened up like I I always buried all my things inside and it drove me absolutely nuts but uh no yeah like opening up definitely has helped me and helped a lot of other people so 
Well said, man. That's yeah, that's great. Um, let's fuck. Let's talk about some fun shit here. All right. Uh, you guys obviously are big hockey fans. You're playing the game. Do you have like a favorite team, a favorite player, any of that kind of thing? Honestly, I don't even watch hockey. <laughs> really? I honestly don't. I I know well, a lot like, of players like we play it every well, day. Well, that's what I'm thinking. We're on we're on the ice every single day. Like it's just like like jurors, we've probably been on the ice. Like you like man, one of our road trips, like we go to fucking Wenatchee tomorrow. Like we leave at 10 a.m. Yeah, that's go to close. Wenatchee, five and a half hours, play, and we'll get back at like three o'clock in the morning. Like it just it takes a toll. And like yeah. I I actually, I actually know a lot of players that like don't watch hockey. They'll they'll watch like the Stanley Cup finals well, yeah, like, and everything. Yeah. And if it's on, but like you just you you play it every single day. You're you're learning about it every single day. You're talking about it every single day. It's we start a, a podcast about yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, no, I'll, I'll give it back to Spence. But yeah, there, there's a lot of people that you know, like, it, it's almost too much, right? And you just you have to go outside your boundaries sometimes and do something different. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But if I did have to say I have a favorite team, sad to say, it is the Canucks. I know. <laughs> oh, no, that's fine. I get heat for that one, but. I don't know. I've, I mean, I was always raised in kind of BC and stuff, so that's kind of my go-to team, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah. No, the Canucks are solid. Yeah, big fan of Burns, though. Big fan of Burns. I like his style. I like Why what do he you? does. There. I like what he does out there. You like his beard? That's it's, weird. That's weird because you're just a fucking shut down D man. But you did have a rip. When was that rip? What rip? Oh yeah. Your first one of the season. You first fucking clap bombed it. Right past the goal. Who was that? I don't even remember that. <laughs> To be honest. Was it in the showcase? No. That was no. an elbow short side bond. Yeah, no. I don't think mine was a rip. I think mine might have been a floater. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Listen I, to how humble this guy is. He can't even take credit for a nice yeah. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know. I, I only had one goal this year. I can't remember. See, that's yeah. where that's where my head's at with all the point stuff. But <laughs> Fair enough, man. Uh, well, oh. hey, you know what? I ask because, you know, I, I love talking about hockey. Obviously, I didn't play at a high level. You know, kind of fucking suck. But, uh, <laughs> you know. I guess not everybody's a fucking fantasy sports degenerate like I am. So yeah, uh, I actually do. So uh, me and Lucas have something in common. Um, last year, when our season ended in Game Seven, don't friggin' talk about it. Um, Lucas uh, went on a run with Everett. They were kind of going for it last year, um, and I want to ask him like, how was the transition going from the BC up until you know you're going to a team that's going for a Memorial Cup? Like, what was it different? Like, how were how were like how was everything around the team like was it different like just an atmosphere or anything uh yeah it was it was a lot different uh i find how from everett everett's probably 5 hours 5 to my house in everett is probably about 5 and a half hours from my then who was your goalie their goalie was uh wolf wolf yeah, yeah he's wolf. yeah he's good man yeah. he's yeah he's really good but i think for like Playing wise, the biggest difference was structure. Here, there's not as much structure. It's more up and down the ice, always. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, but there, it's straight structure. You're doing, fuck. You're in the you're in the room from nine in the morning until five o'clock at night, doing either video, working out, obviously skating, uh, everything. Like you have power play meeting, PK meeting, uh, five on five meeting. D zone meeting, neutral zone meeting, like well, is everything. This, is this like the dub in general, like every team of or is it more just like certain teams? Or uh, like going for a run. Going yeah, for a run? yeah it was wild. Oh, okay. Like it was, yeah, it was hectic. Uh, it was fun though. It was a cool experience for sure. Um, but yeah, it was, it was pretty, oh, it was hectic. Yeah, because I remember like I was, we, that year, Windsor went for the Memorial Cup. I was in... Listy went in a fucking cherry cup and then not a big uh, deal. <laughs> and then we lost to London. Fuck. Uh, um, never forget that. Uh, I don't even want to talk about it. anyways, but Windsor lost in the first round and they had 61 days off or 60 days off. Yeah. 61 Wait, days just, off. And then they hosted and then they hosted. So they had 60 days. They had two months Chilliwack. off. Yeah. Chilliwack. Chilliwack. And That's just, and then they won it. So yeah, so it's it's crazy what like, but like, just like getting prepared for it was like when I went up with Windsor is like in the gym every day for three hours yeah. skating, 
and it was just yeah but like just getting back to that Chilliwack a team out here got put out actually you would know more about it well yeah, yeah well one what it was two years, two years wasn't yeah two years ago two they years ago, yeah. yeah so they it was Wenatchee who they played right in the, in the finals I think it was yeah well they got knocked out first round and then their their head coach moved on so their assistant coach stepped up and Are you serious yeah. where'd he go a week before, I don't know a week, week before yeah could you a week imagine before. man so yeah so they went home for I think for two weeks and then they come back and obviously practice and train or whatever up until then but yeah they came back and we were I I almost watched I think every game because I was I want I needed to watch this mm-hmm. and the year before that they had a disgusting team mm-hmm. like they were they had Calgary yeah. like they were unbelievable and so we didn't well no one really expected them to come and win so we're sitting there and they're in the finals and I'm sitting there watching and when they won that was that yeah. was like that was actually pretty neat to see that the yeah, fact that yeah. a new coach steps up. Was it? Yeah. And then, Where did like, the other coach go? I don't know. He just got that. fired. There's like off ice problems, like Jesus. problems, like bad problems off ice. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah. Well, because you know, lit. My brother was there the year before. Yeah, your brother but, played with some sick players. Didn't well, yeah, that was the year they were good. They had who, who they have a D in the show, and I can't remember his name. Anyway, they have Calgary who plays in. Um, Oh, Nodak. Nodak. Ew. Um, they have, they have, they had a couple other D that, like, I think most of their team moved on or whatever, the older guys at least. Oh, Chalowski. And then Chalowski, there. yeah, that's, yeah. And, ah, oh, Dennis. They, yeah. They were, yeah. They were a good team that year. And then, yeah. But, that's fucking wild. I mean, all you guys out in the BCHL, I know Brock has talked about him a number of times. We were talking about him last year leading into the draft. All of you would have played a little bit against fucking Alex Newhook. It, oh, like, yeah. How legit is this kid? I have a story. So we are playing a three and three on the on the island. So we went to the fucking hockey stick arena, Cowichan. We played Vic and we probably played Powell River, but we played uh, Victoria where he was playing last year. And it was off a of three and three. We just arrived. It's two thirty game. We're all gassed. And and uh, were you not on the trip? Oh, oh you had to fly back for a fucking exam. That was in playoffs, wasn't it? No, no. Oh, yeah. Calls likes to push refs. Um, Unreal. Uh, <laughs> no, and uh, we played Alex Newhook. And I remember we were up like 5-1 with like 30 seconds to go. And this fucking kid comes on the ice, grabs a puck, goes end to end. And he, like, literally skates for our whole team and, like, just rips one. Just rips one by me, but the fucking buzzer went. And we won 5-1. But, like, the kid literally went end-to-end and fucking just ripped. Like his, his, I know. Who they had? They had Campbell. Berger was a D-man. He got drafted by uh, Florida. But they had Campbell, who got drafted by New York Rangers. They had New Hook, first-rounder to Colorado. And then... Uh, uh something but they all moved on but yeah alex newhooks yeah stud that's wild yeah i I mean reading about him going into the draft people were saying he might be the best bchl prospect ever pretty fucking high praise um yeah that's unreal i mean for both of you guys like what's your goal going forward with the game like obviously you guys have all this cool stuff you're doing and and we'll plug the shit out of it on social media when when we're done recording um Obviously, you guys have all this cool shit you're doing, the Day in the Life YouTube channel. Make sure you fuckers all check that out and watch it. Um, maybe buy some fucking clothes from Spencer, too. What's up? Yeah, thanks. Obviously, you guys have a bunch of stuff going on outside of the game. Like, what's your goal going forward with hockey? Like, do you want to continue to pursue it at another level? Or, you know, will the, will the you know chasing the game at a high level kind of end for you guys after junior. So Jersey, it's actually Brock. And um, before I hand off the mic, not only does Spencer have this raincoat in life, we had to push back this fucking podcast because the guy was looking at an apartment to buy it to rent out. <laughs> this guy is the next fucking Wolf of Wall Street, man. Jesus Christ. So he's a real estate mogul, too. <laughs> he's doing everything. What the out fuck here. is going on here? Uh, this yeah. guy's going to own the Vancouver Canucks in 10 years. Entrepreneur at heart. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So is that kind of like your goal then to pursue more of that? Or, or does hockey still kind of, you know, 
are you still going to pursue that? So hockey's obviously a big play. It's, I mean, it's our whole lives, right? You just can't, it's hard to give up. Um, but those are kind of bonuses that come to the side that ideas have struck us and we've kind of been pursuing them. Obviously, obviously hockey comes to an end one day. Um, I look at, I, I think school is a great opportunity, but like not, I'm not saying hockey school. I'm just saying like school in general. Um, but I think if there's other ways to pursue life other than school, I'd hundred percent be all for that. Um, I look at a lot of people, Elon Musk, I always watch Warren Buffett, obviously the well-known people. Um, and I always look at like what they say and there's so much more out there than school. Like I remember was, it, I think it was, I sent it to you, Luke, it was about Warren Buffett saying how like oh. he, I, think, I, I don't even know if he went to school or whatever, but anyway, he was saying, no, it was Elon Musk. It yeah, was Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. He was saying, um, like all you guys are in school or something in Harvard and I'm the one, yeah, I'm the, the yeah, day. like I'm the one hiring Harvard students and I'm, I, I didn't even go to school. Like and he's sitting there. And I see, like, I just look at that and it's like, see, there's so much out there that you can actually do other than schooling. But obviously, yeah, I think a back, like, if you need a second, second option, schooling's a great thing to have. But I don't know. I think that's what I think. And yeah, I don't know. I like, I figure, I like figuring out new paths. I'm an entrepreneur at heart. I like making new things. It's, I don't know, it's fun. And, uh, Jer, so before I give it to Kali, um, you know what? Yeah, we uh, he likes Western, but I'll hand it off to him and see what he's doing. Love that. Love that. <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah, exactly. It's Western. Uh, yeah, so for me, um, I'm same as Spence. Uh, obviously, him and I, we've been since friends. We yeah, since we were young, we've been coming up with new ideas, trying to start well, different. What, sorry to hop in, but what was it? We were in grade. I think we were in grade grade nine or something. Luke comes over at we're, – we're waking up at like – we work out at – seven in the morning and Luke comes over at five 30 and we're on the keyboard on uh was it garage band yeah, yeah we're on garage band trying to make beats because we want to be djs like it just, <laughs> it's little it was like little things like that we just always tried something yeah. new and fucking right yeah yeah we've always tried it i know i tried to make like a fitness page back in yeah. the day uh tried to do a different clothing line with spence before yeah. um yeah we, there's always like those entrepreneur things like just at heart entrepreneur for sure um but yeah i think obviously school is important and in a lot of things that you get into and you can learn a lot of stuff that you can use for entrepreneurship um and cis obviously like i have five years of schooling from the dub which is which is amazing and i know my parents want me to use every cent um and so yeah i'm considering going over to somewhere like western or queens or ryerson even UFC or UBC in Vancouver. So, yeah, I think that's definitely a good option. Um, it would be fun for sure. It'd be nice if maybe Spence would join me on that one. But uh, <laughs> going somewhere live, together. Yeah, they're yeah. Gonna live at my house. They're going to drive to London every day from Stratty. Yeah. yeah we, oh, pursue, boy. If, well, I think if we don't both pursue hockey like the way we want to obviously pursue hockey, we'll both want to move on, obviously. But I think if that's not the play, then. Um, I think we might have to rent a house somewhere. Yeah, I've, yeah we, we kind of go. Spence is going to take care of that. He is, is, he's going for his fucking real estate life <laughs> next week. <laughs> yeah, we, we, me and Spence, we got kind of a relationship going on. We both buy each other groceries and go, <laughs> we, we go on, we go on the odd date together. It's, it's, yeah, it's pretty good. We're, we're, Bromance. Hello. Yeah, we're at Spence's house Bromance. tonight. Yeah, we, we were at Spence's house tonight. Me and Carl's went grocery shopping to yeah. load up tonight for for his, for his house. But, yeah, you know, like, just getting back. Like, there's so many opportunities out there for hockey and everything. Like, and you see so many, like, CIS hockey is really, really good hockey. Uh, you see a lot of OHL OHL guys pursue uh, pursue CIS, and then they, they turn pro. So it's, it's really good to see. But like they both said, there's so many opportunities out yeah. there. I love that, man. And and that's so good, guys. Like, you know, like you said, yeah, hockey, I mean, even for the pros, eventually it comes yeah. to an end. And we've seen lots of examples where guys have a hard time figuring out what they're going to do after they're done playing. You two seem to really have your head screwed on, right? I, I mean, I, I can't commend you enough. Uh, I totally support what you guys are doing. Again, we're going to blast the shit out of all your social media links on the pod here because we like to help out fucking beauties like yourselves. <laughs> and, uh, 
Yeah, I can totally endorse Western. My cousin went there. Great fucking school. Um, but again, like you said, with you know guys like Elon Musk and all those really successful people, um, you know some of my favorite musicians that you know never went. I mean, school is great as a base, yeah. but. You know, like I went to school for broadcasting. I never wanted to play pro hockey. I wanted to be a broadcaster. You know, when I was five years old, I wanted to be Don Cherry. Um, you know, so I went to broadcasting school. And other than a couple of my buddies who started their own uh, video production company, I'm basically the only one from my program that's like working in the broadcasting industry. Because, yeah. and like I didn't get the best grades or any of that shit. Like school is the base. It's not going to teach you or give you the work ethic to be a good teammate or, or, you know, put your nose down to the grindstone and have that work ethic. You can be the most skilled guy at fuck whatever. Um, but if you don't have that work ethic and that passion, it's not going to take you anywhere. And I've been very lucky. And, but I, you know, in saying that I've also worked really hard and, and Brock can attest to that just like he has. And you guys seem to be on that path too. And I fuck, that's just awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, well, uh, we really appreciate you guys coming on today. Uh, I think, I hope you guys had a blast. It's pretty fun. Got a couple of good laughs, but, uh, <laughs> Just to just to wrap it up, we uh, from Double Minor, we hope everything works out. And uh, you guys uh, on social media, uh, find them at uh, just Day in the Life. Day in the Life Living on Instagram, and then on YouTube, it's just Day in the Life. Yeah. And where can we find the mental health? Uh, mindright.info. And for Spence, you can find his fucking real estate website in the next <laughs> week. <laughs> no, but for Spence, uh, where can you find the Raincoast? Raincoast clothing on instagram and the website for the clothing is just raincoast clothing yeah it's it's good clothing too like it's uh it's top notch out here but like i said hope uh hope everything works out for you guys and really appreciate you coming on today yeah thanks for having yeah. us it's awesome fucking a boys that was great uh you guys are friends of the show now you're gonna have to come back on sometime and uh yeah uh, like like brock said we totally support what you're up to you guys just heard all the fucking links go check their shit out and support these two guys they're fucking beauties uh you can find our show on twitter at double minor pod we're on instagram at double minor with two r's at the end for extra fucking emphasis how about that <laughs> we, we got a facebook page and of course we're on Castbox, and you can subscribe to this fucking great show on apple Podcasts and google play as well we're working on getting on spotify for all you spotify fans i've had a couple requests for that we are working on it uh, we really appreciate everybody listening. Check out our links. Check out the links for the boys. Lucas and Spencer, great to have you on the show. Thanks, everybody, for listening to Double Minor Podcast.